Sometimes I feel like a superhero, even though I don't look like one. And that's because when I was a kid, I used to use my telekinesis to change people's minds. Now, I'm sure we all did something similar, but I used to focus with all of my energy on getting my mom to say yes to allowing me to have that cookie. And another. And another. And guess what? It worked. Now, as I got older, I began to use my senses and my telekinesis in sales to convince people over the phone or in person to buy into the solution that I believed would help them solve their problem. Now, am I actually a superhero? Do I go out at night in spandex and save people? Of course not. But I believe that we all have the ability to be superheroes. And what I mean is whatever we focus on, whatever we put our energy into, things start to happen. There's a momentum that we can create by simply using our telekinesis and our focus and our energy to move things along. If I stand still, if I close my eyes, turn up my ears, then all of a sudden I can hear like a superhero. When I quiet my body and my mind, I'm more prepared for that TikTok challenge with my daughter who loves to give me disgusting food while I'm blindfolded. And look, yes, I know it's mustard or hot sauce, but I breathe and I focus and yeah, I brace for impact. When I really want to, I can look hundreds of feet away, squint just a little and increase my eyesight just a touch. I don't have laser eyes like Superman, but I can heighten my senses when I choose to focus. And the same is true for all of us. Look, you may not have laser vision or telekinesis, of course, but you have something even more potent. You have you. Your unique blend of skills, experiences, and that ability that everyone talks about. See, when you tap into that, when you focus your energy on becoming the best version of yourself, that's when magical things start happening. You don't have to save lives to be a superhero. You don't have to do the incredible or the remarkable or the unbelievable. You just have to be the best version of yourself and allow yourself to focus. See, there's science behind this. A UCLA study found that the mere act of visualizing success actually activates the same brain regions as achieving that success. So when you close your eyes, and you picture yourself nailing that presentation or crushing the workout or being completely present and available for your friends and family, your brain takes it as it's a done deal. It's like planting a mental seed. And with the right watering, AKA action, some sweat, and yes, some of that grit, it blooms into reality. And especially when you put your energy on helping others, that's when you become a true superhero. I mean, think about it. That time that you spent mentoring a new colleague or the extra mile you went to help a client succeed, 
or maybe the kind word that you offered to a stranger. Those were your kryptonite bullets aimed at someone else's darkness, and you saved the day. Iron Man, one of my favorites, said it best. Heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers they are graced with. So it's not about flashy costumes, one-liners, or superpowers. It's not about perfection. It's about choosing the path of kindness, of growth, of being the best version of ourselves for ourselves, and yes, for those around us. So let's choose that path. Let's heighten our senses. Let's use our focus and our energy for the good of others and be superheroes together. Look, the world needs your unique brand of awesome. And your path, the one paved with good intentions, with fierce determination, and that special something that only you can bring, it's waiting to be written. Look, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. I believe that we all have greatness within us. We have the ability to not only do great things, but impact people in great ways. We were made to be great. But greatness is a choice. It's not a when I feel like it. It's not a if only. It's not even when I do this, then I'll be great. No, it's a choice. You already have everything you need to be great. It's now up to you to allow yourself to let it out. So the bear with its natural, cool, and calm presence. It reminds me of the greatness I have inside. It reminds me of the responsibility I now have to make a great impact. Not sometimes, but all the time. See, we never know when the person on the other end needs our greatness in that moment. The bear is a symbol, a simple reminder of our duty to be great not only during power hour not just during the one-on-ones with the people we like not just when we're working with our favorite customer but all the time people need your greatness and it's up to you to choose to let it out like a bear your best self and your greatness doesn't have to be aggressive The bear doesn't have to show teeth. The bear already knows that there is something great inside. And at any moment, when the moment calls for it, the bear inside shows up. And you can handle anything. You've seen it. You've felt it. You've heard it. When your best version is on display, doing what you do best, that's the bear. The Complete Sales Academy is all about reminding you who you are, maybe helping you realize or even redefine who you are, and then giving you the tools, tactics, and motivation to choose greatness. 
It's time to give yourself permission to let it out so that you can do what you do best and make an impact. Are you ready? Let's do this. Sometimes we forget that we have control over what we do with every minute of our day. Now, I don't necessarily agree with Jim Rome when he says TV will cost you a fortune. My wife and I, we love to watch Netflix, Max, Hulu. I mean, we've got them all. I mean, we're even digging into family matters again with the kids. At the end of the day, after we have built, after we have created, after we have done what we do at that point, we play hard and we play really hard but here's the thing as Eric Thomas says we have earned the right to play because of what we did on the other side of that day we are exhausted from running up and down the field putting in what I call max effort so that when it comes time to chill we chill hard and that's what it's all about What are you doing right now to earn the right to watch Queen of the South? Because if you're making five phone calls, if you're doing maybe just one one one-on-one today, well, that's not cutting it. And honestly, it's not fair. Not only is it not fair to your family, to your friends, to your potential customers, to your team members, it's not fair to you. Because in a week... You're going to say, man, if only, or, oh man, I wish. Or after you've binged five hours of Breaking Bad again and put everything else off, you're going to say to yourself, man, why? What was I thinking? Come on, man. My dad is a retired chaplain and colonel in the Air Force and leadership was his thing. And he was always saying, do something right now. Do something today like right this second that your future self your tomorrow self will say you know what nice thank you thank you for that don't act like you've earned the right to chill yet because maybe you haven't and if you have you know it's all about momentum right now as you're hearing this you're going to feel some surge of excitement and energy And you're going to want to start building and creating and hustling and and doing what you know you're supposed to do. But then, in about two days, you're going to get tired. And you're going to start making excuses of why you earned the right to chill. But that is a daily ticket. It expires at midnight. So you have to pay admission to earn the right to chill tomorrow and the next day and the next My wife and I love to go to Red Rocks in Colorado, one of my favorite places, our favorite places. And I can't sneak in. I mean, can you sneak into Red Rocks? Think about your favorite band. Who's who's your favorite? Can you sneak into Red Rocks to see them play? Now, you can go to Red Rocks without a ticket, and you can sit like a mile away in your car, crank the windows down, but that's not the full experience. See, some of you are in the car 
miles away and you're telling yourself, I'm living the full experience. No, you're not. You should be in the front row, but you haven't paid the price of admission. So what are you going to do? And it has to be continuous. And if there's momentum, like right this second, you're hearing this, there's a little momentum here. You need to ride that wave. Put the outline together. If there's an objection you keep on hearing, go after it now. Tackle it tonight. If there are three one-on-ones that you've been pushing off, then bring them front and center and do them tomorrow. There are things that you can do to start catching that momentum, and then you won't have to run uphill every day. It'll be a lot easier. Don't just park a mile away and be okay with that experience. Pay for admission, experience life from the front row, right where you belong. What is it like when what you've strived for suddenly becomes a reality? Sometimes we miss it, but there are those moments when we look around and we catch it. On my morning run last week, I I looked down to restart my podcast that I was listening to, and I happened to check our subscribers for this channel. And we went from 327 to 429 in an instant. Now, I thought I was dreaming. I had no idea. Days before, I was checking it almost every minute and nothing. I mean, maybe one or two would trickle in and then suddenly a hundred and at once. And less than a week later, we were over 2,000 and we haven't stopped growing. But what do we do when we suddenly realize that we're living the dream that we've been striving for for so long? We spend so much time setting goals, building plans, creating metrics to measure success. We analyze and evaluate how to be better, do better, work towards something bigger. Often meeting our goal only serves as a reset to set a new one. You know, I got 1,000 subscribers, now I want 5,000. I hit my sales quota this quarter, next quarter I need to surpass it by this much or that much. But what if? Before we said what's next, instead, we paused. We took a breath. We checked in with what it took to get there and acknowledged how far we've come. We took a moment to be proud of ourselves. We took a moment to celebrate the win, big or small. Yeah, we'll set the next goal. We'll make more plans. We'll continue to push and grow because that's who we are. But for now, let's stand still just long enough to look around and realize that we're right in the middle of it. Long enough to allow ourselves to laugh out loud, to to grab the people closest to us and say, hey, we're here. We have arrived. We're living it. It's in these moments that we want to tell the people that we care about how much we appreciate them, how much we value their support along the way and celebrate alongside them. So take the moment because it's these moments that will drive us forward to the next moment and the next moment and the next one after that.
So I'm going to take today to celebrate because I know the work and the effort it took to get here. And while I don't know what will happen the next time I look or you know, what the next month or few days will look like, it's just a quick sign that I'm on the right track. And I just have to keep going. I have to keep building. So thank you for your support along my journey. I'll keep going, keep striving, keep building. You're on the right track. And remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. Imagine driving down a scenic road filled with twists and turns, hills and valleys. But ahead you notice a traffic jam. Now this could potentially be a symbol of the obstacles and hurdles that life often presents us with. But today, you're not ready to settle for the ordinary. So you make a conscious choice. You veer off to the right, exploring an alternate path. No big deal. You've done it before. You're not afraid to go against the flow, to take a, a road less traveled. It's like embracing the unknown, stepping out of your comfort zone and challenging yourself to grow. Now, as you go along this uncharted territory, a sense of freedom comes over you, right? You realize, and they were right when they said that life is not about the destination, but about the journey itself. But this story is about something else. You see, we have to be careful because throughout this journey, we have choices. When the road ahead is filled with obstacles or roadblocks, traffic, maybe an uphill climb, it's easy for us to look for that off-ramp, that shortcut. And there's a temptation to constantly seek shortcuts in other areas of our life as well, to take the easy way out. But here's the truth. Shortcuts may provide temporary relief, but they seldom lead to true fulfillment. The key lies in embracing the challenges ahead and staying committed to our chosen path. While we see others chasing shortcuts, we stay put. Lily Tomlin, a famous actress, says, The road to success is always under construction. And I love this because it, it seems like I'm always seeing construction everywhere I go. I remember a, uh, a two to three year construction project from Colorado Springs to Castle Rock. We used to live in Castle Rock, now we're in the Springs, and they were widening the lanes and creating a toll road. But look, for that two to three year stretch, it seemed like they were never going to be done. So we just sat there. And I can't tell you how many times I tried to take a shortcut only to find that everyone else was doing the same thing and it just took me twice as long. It was frustrating. But life's journey is a series of twists and turns, just like the road we're navigating. And it's natural to encounter setbacks and moments of doubt and frustration with the road ahead. But those who achieve greatness are the ones who keep going. They move forward straight ahead, who focus their energy and drive forward, no matter what. In football, we talk about moving north and south instead of east and west. You know, dancing side to side, trying to find the open lane, but just making progress by moving straight ahead. And sometimes that means we have to get really clear on why we're on that road 
To begin with, Steve Jobs famously said, the only way to do great work is to love what we do. But when we're passionate about our journey, about the path that we've chosen, we find the strength to persevere. We find the strength to overcome any obstacles that come our way. We don't need a shortcut. We don't need an off-ramp. So let's shift our mentality. Embrace the power of focus. Instead of constantly seeking shortcuts, commit to the path we're on and relish every moment along the way. Remember, it's not about reaching the destination. First, it's about growth. The lessons and the experiences that we encounter. Jim Rome, one of my favorite motivational speakers, talks about who we become along the way. That is what really matters. So keep moving straight ahead and become more through this journey. And always remember, the only limits in life are the ones that we meet. So we can't let fear and uncertainty hold us back. We have to embrace the challenges, push through the discomfort, and unlock our full potential. I love to take the road less traveled, but if I'm doing it to find the easier way, to find the shortcut, I'm doing it for the wrong reason, and that will never pay off. I say we have to be careful because that will easily slip into other areas of our life and we find ourselves always looking for the easy way. When someone says, make money fast, we click that button. When they say, find my no money down opportunity, we chase that opportunity. And if we're not careful, we lose track of the path we were on, the path that leads to true fulfillment, to real happiness, and the life we were meant to live in the first place. So don't be distracted by the shortcuts and the off-ramps. Pursue what's right in front of you and push through to become who you were meant to be. Stay inspired, stay focused, and continue to strive for greatness. You have the power to shape your destiny, so go out there and make it We all have something we're trying to improve on. Whether it's to sharpen our minds, strengthen our bodies, boost our career, or anything in between. It's difficult to change our routine, so don't. Bake it into what you're already doing. I baked 180 push-ups into my morning routine, and I say that not as a humble brag, but as a simple example of how this can work. So. Stay with me. Now, when I think about doing 180 push-ups, there are many ways to cut it up, right? There's 10 sets of 18, three sets of 50, and then an extra 30 and so on. But for me, during my morning run, I have four rest points. So all I had to do was cut it into four sets of 45. Just add 45 push-ups at every rest point and I'll be set. And honestly, it started at 10 at each rest point, and then it was 12, and then 15, and 20, and so on. And when I first decided I wanted to do more push-ups, I was setting aside an extra 10 to 15 minutes at the end of my run. 
And because I was adding it to the end of my routine, I slowly started seeing it as a waste of time. So that 15 minutes went down to 10 and then five and look, it was gone completely within a week. Now, as soon as I started to include it into my already established routine, it felt much simpler. I already carved out the time for my run, so now I just baked this into it. I didn't have to muster up new energy or space. It was already built into my morning. Now, in sales, we sometimes try to change what we're doing, or we try to sell someone on changing what they're doing, when really, all we have to do is just compliment what's already there to find a way to bake it into what we or they are already doing. Well, change is hard. Despite all the ways we know our life might improve, it can feel overwhelming to start and even more daunting to maintain. But if it simply fits into our current repeatable process somehow, it makes the possibility of not only action, but consistency attainable. You don't have to change your entire life to actually change your life. You want something in life, bake it into what you're already doing. Then increase the effort. And that's when the real results will come. Change is hard, but when we do it right, we can do anything. Remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. Leadership isn't restricted to title or position. It's about tapping into your inner greatness and serving others at the highest level. And whether you're a sales rep, a marketing manager, a school teacher, stay-at-home parent, an entrepreneur, coach, clerk, it, it doesn't really matter what your title is. It's inside of you. It's who you are. And honestly, it's a decision. I have a uh, concept called servant ownership. Much like stewardship or an enterprise mindset, it's about moving beyond yourself. It's about elevating your thinking to a global level and seeing the world strategically and how you can serve at the greatest level. It combines your ability to serve others with your whole heart while taking complete ownership of what's right in front of you. Much like Simon Sinek's idea of leaders eat last, it's that shift to putting others first and taking on the greater good as your duty. Servant ownership and being a great leader is not about becoming who I want you to be or who they want you to be. It's about becoming the leader you were meant to be through the willingness to accept the journey ahead. When I do my leadership training, whether for positional leaders or for sales teams, the idea of combining service with ownership usually resonates the most. And it's in that intersection that most breakthroughs occur and you realize how simple great leadership can be. So decide, step into your destiny because you already have the ability to be a great leader inside. Make a list of three things that you can do to serve or help others today. 
then take full ownership of completing those items. Now, at first, it'll feel forced, but over time, it will become part of your DNA. And we see these everyday heroes everywhere, right? The, the waiter who goes out of their way to create an incredible experience for you while lifting up his co-workers in the process. You know, the customer service agent who says, I'm going to own this process and we're going to find a solution together. The teacher who takes that standard curriculum and builds in new and exciting experiences that explode their students' creativity and imagination, or the sales rep who schedules additional follow-up meetings with his prospect to help ensure they fully understand next steps and the full value of the offering. Look, these are simple examples of servant ownership on display all around us. And now it's your turn. How are you combining your ability to serve others with the commitment to own the entire solution or project or experience? Create that list and get to work. Look, others are waiting for the greatness that only you can provide. They need your service and ownership. So show them what great leadership and what servant ownership looks like. Remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen.